0: 40 country radio recording artist DA Cole is firing things up on the Lions Radio Network with this provocative approach to talk radio. Hot topics, interesting guests, and music will entice listeners to call in and join the conversation on turning up the heat. Hey, I'm D.A. Cole. Welcome to Turning Up the Heat. Along with my producer, engineer, and co host Brian Guard. Our guest tonight. Is a television news journalist and attorney who co hosts Fox Television's The Five and is an anchor on Fox News. Prior to her career in TV news, she was a prosecuting attorney in San Francisco and Los Angeles. She's also the author of the book, Making the the Case How to Be Your Own Best Advocate. Please welcome Kimberly Guilfoyle. Hey, Kimberly.
1: Hi. Yeah, great to be with you guys. Thanks for having me on your show.
0: Thank you. We're so glad to have you on we uh, We have lots of things to talk about, and first, um just a few questions a little bit about uh, about you, your background. Um, Kimberly, tell us uh, where you are originally from because i don't uh, I personally do not know that.
1: okay, well, yeah, I was um, born and raised in San Francisco. My father came over from Ireland from Ennis County, Clare Island. My mother was born in Alvia in Puerto Rico, and they met in San Francisco. Okay, in America, um, raised there in school and everything, and then, and then later on, as you said, went on to work in the district attorney's office in San Francisco, and then Los Angeles, and now Fox.
2: Hey Kimberly, this is uh, Brian Gard. I'm uh, DA's co-host here on Turn Up the Heat. Yeah, it's so hi, wonderful how are you? to have you tonight. Um, so I, I was, you know, kind of looking in your bio that you uh, you had attended UC Davis. You still a big Bears fan? You still follow them at all?
1: Yeah, well, we're the Aggies at UC Davis. Cal's got the uh, the Bears, but yes, I love UC Davis. My brother went to UC Davis. That so was a great education, and that's uh, where I knew that I wanted also to become a, a lawyer, become a prosecutor. So I had a rhetoric and communications background there, and um, so that was fantastic. Uh,
0: so it's uh, Sorry, you ahead. and your brother, so, an all-in-the-family type of thing. Um, that's interesting. Uh, Kimberly, how did you get from being an attorney uh, to becoming uh, a journalist?
1: Yes, well, I tried the uh, dog-mulling case in San Francisco, and um, from that, then I, you know, which was an infamous case where, um, I don't know if you guys remember it, but there was a woman that was sadly uh, mauled to death by two Presa Canario dogs, and they were owned in a joint with the um, couple members of the Aryan Brotherhood and two attorneys that were representing them in the Department of Corrections. So it was a really internationally renowned case, and it was the first time that anyone was charged with um, implied degree, like second-degree murder, malice murder, um, while uh, owning the dogs and the dogs being used essentially as a deadly weapon. And so because of that, it was like throwing a loaded gun in a hallway that it's very likely that death or great bodily injury would occur because the dogs were trained to kill and uh, attack. They were used to... Um, The Aryan Brother was selling these dogs, running a dog kennel breeding business and selling these dogs to, like, Mexican mafia and places that were running, um, yeah, drugs uh, in Southern California. So anyway, I uncovered the whole thing and was able to prosecute them and and put them away, moved to Los Angeles to try the case because there was a change of venue granted, and it was covered on all the networks on ABC and Fox and uh, all of them. So from that, then I got the offers to move to New York and work in television.
0: So you, the the television exposure from the and case, and
1: TV too, because mm-hmm. it was so uh, high alerted. profile, it was covered on all of the networks.
0: Right, right, right. So um, I guess you had to go through the whole process of um, was it was there an audition process for for the position on on Fox or
1: no, no, but no, because basically I was doing legal analysis about the case, and they kept interviewing me about it. So they're like, "Wow, you're really good about the law." And, Right. about it and so then they had me come on as a legal analyst and eventually i segued and moved into anchoring and covering general news like we do on the five you know we'll recover news of the day politics law, uh, all of the above the economy you know anything like any day yeah, I, but, you know syria what are we going to do in syria what are we what is the president right. doing you know in terms of uh, you know, russia or china and the tariffs all of the above I,
0: I see that a lot now with uh with people that are frequent commentators on t v um on on cable news uh that they it, they often give them slots you know they give them shows if they're if they're popular and um so mm-hmm. I, I can see how that how that occurred with you as well. I think brian has a question for uh, you. oh
2: yeah so i'm 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 blessed to be married to a uh, civil litigator and uh and so um you know i we always found it interesting i just kind of circling back to your to your law school days um how you balanced how you were able to balance um you know s- some of the work you were doing obviously in law school uh with uh with you know kind of your modeling work and your and and that career And it if if you were yeah you well, know but, if it's yeah. yeah go ahead
1: well basically what i did was um i worked in, you know gas and modeling and acting and commercials and, and some films, but i was uh, in school the whole time while I was doing that, and i specifically was doing that so that i could provide, you know, an education for myself and help pay for law school because I knew I wanted to be an attorney. And I did an internship at the UC, and when I was at UC Davis, attorney's office right outside of there and knew that I wanted to become a prosecutor versus working in private practice. So, you know, it, yeah, it was a lot of work because I had a full load in terms of maximum amount of units. I graduated in four years, which isn't easy with the UC system because, um, you know, it's a lot of classes and requirements. And then that's when I decided to, um, you know, be back working in the city, and went to USF Law School, and then eventually got a job, San Francisco DA's office, and uh, Los Angeles. <clears throat> so it was good, you know, it was a, it was a lot at once, but you know, and then I segued out of it once I was able to secure the funds to be able to pay for my education.
2: Yeah, no, absolutely. And it, I was more interestingly, did, did you ever have that? Uh, that fork in the road decision where you're like, well, should I continue to pursue, uh, you know, one, one career over the next, or what, you know, did you kind of look at it as being, you were definitely um, driven um, to go into, into law and that this was, you know, th- you know, this was kind of a nicety to be able to, to have this other outlet, um, you know, uh, you know, to help, uh, you know, get you through
1: the, the that time. Um, yeah, there was a point because I was actually Lot of money I've been very successful working in the field of modeling and acting, and it was a tough decision because the you know the financial incentive was there, but at the same time I wanted to pursue my you know goals. But um, made way more doing that than uh, even working you know in the beginning, especially you know at the district attorney's office. That's a civil service position; it doesn't pay so much. But you had to pursue your dreams and look at the bigger picture down the road. So for me, I was very happy about actually. You know, getting the opportunity to explore a different world and have that revenue stream to be able to help me to, you know, it was great for my family in terms of financially being able to have those resources, those assets and, and you know, move forward. And it also was really good to be able to learn how to be on your feet and have develop self-confidence, self-esteem and have that kind of like, you know, poise and presentation. Whether it was, you know, through acting or modeling or commercial work, that actually helped me a lot. Actually, when I was um, working as a prosecutor, and then further working in television now. Well,
0: you obviously made the right decision, but I,
1: I could see you, you know,
0: having gone the other way and, you know, having a, having had a successful acting career. Knowing you personally, I, I, I you know, I think you'd be interesting to watch on a television program as well, yeah. other than. Um, <laughs> Uh, the the, uh, the Five, so which you wildly are... The uh, entertaining Five. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Kimberly, tell them um, uh, you are the co-host of a popular uh, show on, called The Five. Please tell our listeners a little bit about that that may not know uh, about the show.
1: Yeah, okay. So um, The Five is a uh, five o'clock, five people in a round table where we debate and debunk kind of the stories of the day. It's an opinion show. It's highly entertaining. We talk about You know, like I said, everything from national security, the economy, foreign policy, all of the the above, and we'll just some lighter items in the back half of the show. But um, it's been number one in its time slot since it launched, and we've been on the air for that particular show for six years. I have phenomenal co-hosts, Dana Perino and Greg Gutfeld and Jesse Waters and Juan Williams, and we all come from kind of different walks of life and are able to – really kind of bring something unique and fresh and different and vibrant to the table. So it's you know, worked it's one of the top shows in the news, whether you're at MSNBC, CNN, Fox, etc So it's um you know highly acclaimed and I think it's just in large measure due to like the chemistry that we all have and get along and no two days, you know, are the same. So whether we're covering like you know, Zuckerberg is testifying um, you know, about Facebook up on the hill or we're covering Syria or recovering the economy like China tariffs like I talked about earlier Um, you know it's just very unique and we really love it so it's been such a a great blessing and opportunity to you know do different things we get to showcase our personalities and what things that we're interested in we have a segment called one more thing that everyone gets to pick something at the end of the show and for me i do some patented segments i do a segment called royal news where i cover a bunch of different things that are going on with the royals and it's quite funny and i wear a crown um it really irritates my co-host greg guppell because he can't stand the royals. So I like to do it even more. And then I do Kimberly's food court. I'm really into food and health and fitness. And so that's been really fun. I'm actually working on a diet book and a cookbook coming out. And oh, I we do have little to talk about that. Well. Yeah. So that should be fun. And yes, yeah, so I'm really excited about it. It's it's uh, it's a it's just a fun show, you know, and every day is different. So I really love it. Well, I,
0: well you and I are going to have to uh, exchange some dietary secrets. Um yeah. you know that uh, – uh, uh, I'm I'm very uh, well,
2: old D.A. eats just chicken and rice. That's all I've ever seen him eat.
0: So I don't know what he that your 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 book your book can't come out fast enough, in my opinion. Oh my god,
1: that's um, hilarious.
0: Kimberly knows I'm very involved in fitness and 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 health. Yeah, and you like are. That. I know. Very very regimented. So we'll you and I will have a chat about that. But um, I don't I, we just don't have enough time. I know your time is limited. I I do want to get to a few really important things. Um, sure. um Uh, Your book, Um, Kimberly, uh, to our listeners, Kimberly has written a book called Making the Case, How to Be Your Own Best Advocate. And uh, just tell everybody a little bit about the book and where they can get it. Where can they pick that up? Um, uh, Any information you'd like to share about the book? Yeah.
1: I mean, you know, Amazon, you can get it. Barnes and Noble, um, you know, wherever you might think you can, online, they have it. And um, yeah, I wrote it because I really wanted to help people and give back. I feel very fortunate to have the education that I received, the family that I have. You know, the blessings, are like everybody else, I've gone through my trials and tribulations. You know, I lost my mother. She became sick when I was 10. She died, when you know, when I was um, 11 years of age. I helped her raise my little brother, who was 8 years old at the time, and then raised by my father. Um, who was a wonderful human being. And then uh, I talk about when he passed on um, Thanksgiving night about... Now, gosh, about six years ago, and uh, you know, it's just—it's just a lot of about life lessons, about being married, about going through divorce, and then how I made my career. You know, kind of how I got my start the importance of education and of being your own advocate and of actually putting yourself out there, trying to accomplish your goals, not being afraid of new chapters in life, that when you have challenges, you know, you try to turn that adversity into something positive and make it, you know, a lesson, something you can pull away out of it and say, okay, this is what I learned from this, so I'm going to do it better, you know, next time. And I do a lot of speaking engagements as well. And I just spoke at the university of Tyler, Texas, um, University of Texas at Tyler last week, and it was wonderful to speak to all the students and the faculty and the big you know, donors that make the education possible there um, to a very diverse group and it, talking about kind of my background and reaching crossroads in life and what you do, um, you know, when those present them to you, and that it's okay to look back to figure out how to get it right going forward. And then um, also, I, you know, give speeches and talk about, um, you know, just what's going on in terms of the media and the kind of you know presidency that we're seeing is unlike any other we've seen, you know, in history in terms of how he's handling use of social media, bias in the press, the whole thing. Mm-hmm. So it's been um, it's been a fascinating, right? And then you know, of course, having a front row seat to American political history, attending all the you know conventions and the debates and covering the presidential election was you know quite thrilling and exciting. Being on election night as well. And, uh, you know, just going forward, every news day is so packed. And we are living in interesting times,
0: uh, (laughs) without a doubt. Yeah. Unprecedented. Um, Thank you for sharing uh, a little little bit with with us about your book and your life. And um, I encourage our listeners to please pick up a copy of uh, Making the Case, How to Be Your Own Best Advocate by author Kimberly Guilfoyle. I think Brian has a question no, for you.
2: Well, Kimberly, I was just going to say, I mean, we, we love your your pay it for mentality and the example you just gave about, you know, going down to Texas. And, um, and I think, you know, it sounds like this is uh, at least in, in some of the research I've done um, sounds like something that, uh, that your mother kind of uh, her name is Mercedes kind of imparted on you. Yes. And, you know, just, I guess if, if you, you spoke a little bit about this, but maybe just, um briefly touch on like how this mantra has kind of just informed you um in your day-to-day life obviously you're, you know in the short time frame that you you had um with your mom um you know obviously just made just such a huge impact positively on you and just the the you know just in your day daily walk uh you know just uh you obviously carry her with you and um it's just a really refreshing thing to 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 hear and see um, so, I don't know, just maybe talk a little bit about how yeah. that how that's meant to you.
1: Yeah, I think also the way that she really, you know, um, felt blessed as well in life and always tried to give back, and she was an incredible teacher. She worked with special needs children that had educational and emotional challenges and learning differences as well. And I just saw her with them, you know, and I was very proud of her because she was my mom and it really developed a, you know, a love in me for and then set an example about giving back in life. So That's why I try to work with the different charitable organizations that I work with, like the New York society for the prevention of cruelty to children. I'm on the children's council there and that's the nation's, um, oldest child abuse prevention agency, and then I also continued to work um, in education. I followed in my mother's footsteps when I was waiting to, you know, pass the bar, and I took it, and you have to wait a little bit for get your results, and I'm fortunate enough thanks for that I got to pass on the first time, but during that time, I was given a lot of opportunities to do teaching, and I worked in some of the same schools that my mom had taught in and also worked and taught special needs children. And it was just un- unbelievable to be kind of like living out the rest, you know, of her legacy and her time and right. her life cut short. And so I carry her with me.
0: That's a, that's, that's a wonderful story. I'm um, um, glad you had that experience. I, I, I just realized we have something else in common besides diet and fitness. Uh, my mom uh, was also an educator um, teacher mm, for many yep, years, became uh, a college professor. Uh, was was a reading teacher. Was actually president of the New York Reading Association. And my sister currently works with special needs children oh in the Rockville Center School District in Long Island. So um, I am, you know, all about, you know, I obviously, you know, part of my life. These are the two closest people to me. So um, really nice to hear that. I didn't know. I did not know that about you. And uh, uh, it's really great to hear that you had that. that you've had that experience. Thank you. Brian, did you want to say something? Um, we, uh, I, I guess we, uh, we're, we're getting close to the end of our time that, uh, that you have, that you will be able to give us. So I would just, just a few more things that, uh, that we want to get, you know, just mm-hmm. kind of get across if we can. Um, Brian has a question? Oh, uh, well, just uh, another, <laughs> just kind of more on a humorous note. So again, with the, with yeah. kind
2: of the bio research uh, on my side is, uh, it, are, are you, are you a fan of Howard Stern? <laughs> hey now.
1: Yeah, I am. I'm a big fan of Howard Stern and of his <laughs> wife, by the way. But so we've actually, we did some like, celebrity modeling for um, animal um, shelters and animal abuse cases and whatnot. So that was interesting. But yes, I'm very familiar with Howard Stern and shall we say his uh, affection for me. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, and, and so well, you, have you been on the show yet?
1: Yeah, I, I yeah I haven't been on the show yet. I you know maybe one of these days. I don't know. It, they might be kind of scared to let me on the show. <laughs> the I don't double A. He's wildly well, entertaining. I take it as yeah. You know, he's very really fun. I like him. puts me as number one in his like um, the draft picks, like in his in his ranking. So it's, I like that.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think that one of the things that you know, I, you know, we're just kind of doing some short format. Uh, interview st- uh, stuff here. And I just have always found, I mean, just says as I'm sure you do just a deep respect for his ability to just pull out um, things out of people that they otherwise would never tell anyone else. And I don't know, I don't know if there's just, there's something in the water when they get in there in the, in the room with them or what's going on. Like, but his, just his ability to get, you know, all, you know, pe- stuff coming out of, um, you know, celebrities mouths and, and stories that they would otherwise probably never tell anyone. But for some reason, you know, he, he imparts that level of comfort. And I think, uh, you sure. know, it's, it's something that is, it's hard to put a, a finger on, but it's, it's just, it makes, I think it makes the the entire experience or at least from a, a, a listener and viewer perspective
0: to be, um, you know, intriguing. So I, I don't know. i just thought I'd, which, which leads me to my next thought, actually, <laughs> My, uh, my listeners, I'm sure, will be interested to know how, uh, Kimberly, you and I uh, came to know each other, and um, uh, it's interesting. I was performing live at, at a venue uh, on the Upper East Side in New York City that Kimberly uh, was often uh, a guest at the show and, uh, of this particular venue, and um, we became friendly. And um, I, I don't know what else to say about that, <laughs> if you'd like to add <laughs> anything to that.
1: No, you're wonderful. I've known you for many years, and, uh, you know, I, I love you. are an entrepreneur. You're multifaceted. You're a great person. Everybody um, really adores you. So do I. And I, I think um, it's, I love that you're doing this on the radio show. I think it's fantastic. And, uh, you know, you're diversified, and I love that about you. If I can impart any lesson kind of also to your listeners and to anybody out there that, you know, is thinking about what they can do in their life, and I talk about this in my book, have a diversified portfolio. Have multiple – um, revenue streams and be able to go ahead and try to get um, different, you know, things going. I give speeches, you know, and work with some um, local agency, and then I'm on television and I'm writing books and I'm doing things like you are, you know, to, to be able to like, have different kind of paths in life, right? And I think that's important to do. Yeah, kind
2: of the omni-channel uh, multimedia uh, extraordinaire, um, that you both are. I, I, I need to get a new job because uh, I'm
0: just, <laughs> I'm so uh, I'm, I'm, I'm actually well, just we, blessed to be in both of your presences. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be on this radio show right now if it wasn't for the, uh, for the, the, the tech savvy of my, my wonderful co-host here, Brian Gard. Um, but thank you for the kind words, Kimberly. I really appreciate that. And interestingly yeah, enough, I, I, it. really I will be going so hard, here and going directly to the recording studio uh to uh to work on the recording of a song that you know very well um i am re-recording mm-hmm. uh, red light green light a little um uh I, I probably shouldn't be publicly uh announcing that it's a little little, little
1: premature.
0: yeah it is a little premature but it, it's it's going to be my next Never release um we're yes. really excited about it so i'll i'll definitely uh email you uh an, an
1: early uh I'm edition i'm super of that. excited about it yeah, but, yeah. Talented Musically as well, so it's pretty much uh, it's been proven conclusively that there isn't anything you can't do, and i you a great lesson and example, role model for other people that you know put your mind to it, follow your passion, follow your bliss. Don't be afraid to take chances. You know, if you, you miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take in life.
2: Yeah, that's uh, that's uh, was it that Yogi Berra I think said that. <laughs> yeah, slightly
1: um, modified by K.G. Berra. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: That's funny. Well, uh, Kimberly, congrats on your extension with Fox. I think that came through in the summer of, of last year, yeah. and we really look forward sure. to watching you on the uh, at five o'clock yes. every day uh, mm-hmm. on the five on Fox News. And I am a big Fox News zealot, uh, uh, d- you know, despite what a lot of my uh, a lot of my um, my associates and friends think about that. We all have to be our own person, and um, I definitely appreciate. Uh, That news source uh, more than anyone, uh, more than any others, because it is fair Fair and
0: balanced. Like like our show here, turning up the heat, fair and balanced. Kimberly, I want to I want to thank you so much for joining us. Um, I know you're very very busy, and uh, we don't want to uh, have to keep you from any meetings that you have uh, in in the very near future, which I think is pretty soon. So um, Mm -hmm. I just want to let everybody know once again, Kimberly Guilfoyle's book, Making Your Own Making the Case. How to Be Your Own Best Advocate. You've heard a little bit about uh, what the book is about and a little bit about uh, Kimberly, per, you know, personally about Kimberly. So uh, please do pick up a copy of the book. Kimberly, I look forward to seeing you uh, in person very soon. Um, and perfect, uh, perfect. thanks again for, for coming on the show. And uh, we hope to have you on again in, in, at another time uh, in the near future. Stay
1: well. Absolutely. Keep in touch. Okay, you as well. Oh, thank you so much, and thanks for everyone watching The Five. Take care. Okay,
0: bye-bye.
1: Bye, Kimberly.